Hey, what's up everybody and welcome to the next episode of the Funnel My Freedom podcast. Um, I hope everyone is doing great. It's actually taken me um, a couple of days more than I would have uh, anticipated to actually get around to recording this episode. Um, things have just genuinely been a little crazy um, from kind of a, a work perspective. Um, but uh, but excited to talk to you today. I wanted to kind of um, jump into a topic that I think... Uh, was a little tricky for me when I was starting out kind of in my dropshipping journey and um, it was it was certainly one that I think uh, once I understood it a little bit better um, it really made a difference to kind of my bottom line and, and the business right um, and that's the topic of pricing how to effectively price your dropshipping products um, so I think a couple of caveats here right um, one is I'm talking about pricing, but within the context of the fact that, you know, your store already looks uh, reputable, right? That there's there's not some sort of instinctive reason why when someone looks at your um, your store, they're going to look at it and go, well, I would never buy from here anyway. Because, I mean, to be honest, if that's the case, if some of the fundamentals are off, then, you know, pricing, all these things really aren't going to make a difference because there's just no trust. Um, so I think if, if that... If you're being honest with yourself and that's the case and your your page just looks like a hideous kind of, uh, you know, Chinese dropshipping store filled with incorrect grammar, countdown timers, no consistency, that kind of stuff, um, then then I think you need to be able to take a step back and fix that first. Um, pricing really isn't, isn't your issue in that situation. It's, it's um, trust, you know. Um, but assuming that that's not the case and that, you know, you have you have a reasonable store set up, nothing has to be perfect, there's no such thing as perfect, but you have a reasonable store set up and you have a reasonable product with, you know, a reasonable image and a reasonable description, um, how to price things. Now, um, I'm going to be talking about this through the lens of, of, of obviously being a dropshipper. And one of the things that I always kind of tried to do was to put myself in a position where... Um, I could be trying to sort of. I, I try and I try and largely work on a rule of a, of a, a third, a third, a third. And what I mean by that is, um, I'm trying to make you know basically a third of the. So if you take the total revenue kind of for that product, right? I want a third to be ad spend. I want a third to maybe be product cost, and I want to be making you know something like thirty to thirty three percent margin, you know, on the product as well. That's the kind of the ideal situation. Um, that, you know, every sale you make, even though it's a new customer, it's profitable. Um, now, let me tell you something. That is really hard to do. Um, it's it's certainly not impossible. It's certainly possible with the right product, the right marketing, the right angle. You know, if you can put the right product in front of the right audience with the right angle, you'll make money, right? Um, but, you know, the the issue is, of course, right, ad costs, you know, for the large part, right, I think so many of us, myself, definitely guilty of this over the past few years, is you end up just constantly looking to acquire new customers, so you run an ad, you make a sale, you know, and you just keep doing that formula, right, it, you keep just new customer, new customer, new customer, and you're making a sale to them, and you're making a little bit of margin on the transaction. But it. But here's the thing: if you're if you're priced too low, 
then you won't be making any margin on the transaction, no matter what you do, you know? Um, and it's something that I see over and over and over again with uh, people in dropshipping, right? You're trying to sell a product that's like, whatever it is, you know, $9.99, right? And you look at it and you're thinking, I mean, easily it can be costing, you know, I mean, depending on obviously your creative and everything else, but I mean, it can be costing over $10 to acquire a customer using Facebook ads these days, you know? So how do you make money in that situation? You know, you're basically making it impossible for yourself. And by the way, I'm talking about this through just running an ad to a Shopify store. Um, I'm not talking about running it to a funnel, which I think, you know, obviously is a is a whole nother topic. It's, it's a big, big piece of how I shifted my business um, so that you can incrementally recoup the costs by, by having a lower front end offer. But I'm not talking about that for a second. I'm just saying you're running the formula of um, doing your Facebook ads, running them to interests or to look at like audiences if you have enough data um, with a link, you know, some sort of like, you know, get 30% off today sort of urgency, a picture of the product, a link, and you're sending them directly to your product page on Shopify, right? That's kind of what I'm talking about here. So if your price too low, you will not make money, right? It's just, it's too difficult with just the costs associated with um, not only acquiring the customer, but then, you know, you've got to get the cost of the product back out. You've got to, um, you've got to be able to, uh, recoup that you've got order fulfillment costs you know and that's really before those are just like the obvious things in front of you you're not looking yet at other costs like kind of more of like the the hidden cost if you will the the transaction fees for payment processing the um subscriptions that you pay for certain apps and certain tools um you know all those kinds of things so so pricing really can make or break your store um so so what to do about that? Well, here's what I suggest. And here's a couple of things I learned along the way, right? One is I would stay away from really low ticket stuff. I just don't think it serves you. Um, yes, it's less of a commitment from a customer perspective, but conversely, it's almost the same amount of effort to convince them. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's already trying to sell them on the brand. It's already trying to sell them on uh, your store, it's already trying to sell them on the product. It's already got to, it's already got to tick all of those boxes to get them to pull the credit card out of their wallet anyway. And ironically, sometimes the cheaper the product, the the more perceived sort of inferior quality of the product, right? So people, you know, actually, if anything, it can become a, a an objection to the purchase in the in the mind of the of the buyer that well, if this is so cheap, it must be crappy, right? So. My advice would be stay away from those. You know, like I said, we're not talking funnels. Um, I think the whole free, you know, free plus shipping and kind of some of those models can work extremely well. What I'm talking about here is purely um, getting someone into your store. Um, so to that end, I would, I mean, I always aim to have products that are selling for around $30, okay? Um, $30 where I can spend Ten, eleven dollars to acquire the customer. I may be spending, you know, nine to eleven dollars on the uh, the product, and you know, the rest is mine. You know, that's kind of what I aim for. But I, but again, so we're talking pricing here. I do not just put up a product page saying thirty dollars. 
you have to be using um, the nines and the sevens, okay, guys? You have to be using, um, you know, in this case, uh, $29.99. Or what I found actually works even better for me, I put $29.97. So there's a lot of psychological um, argument to this. Um, and, and, you know, I think anyone can understand that. When, you know, when the number begins with a two rather than a three, it feels more like $20 than it does like $30, even though there's only a, you know, a penny difference. Um, but I found that actually using uh, 97 and using sevens um, is very effective. Um, you know, and you have to also make sure that the perceived value of that product is much higher, right? Because what you want to be able to show is the discount that they're getting. You know, and it's got to feel real. I think people see through very quickly if it's like, oh, 50% off, but you look at the price that it was and it doesn't seem realistic at all. Like, you know, this this $20 widget was not $100 to begin with. It is not, you know, 80% off today. I would stay away from that. I, I always like to try and do something like 30 to 40% off, um, you know, so, I, and it depends. I mean, you know, but if it was, if it was twenty nine ninety seven. And by the way, I'll, I'll mix and match this. So I might say, okay, buy the product for twenty nine ninety seven, um, but the original price was either you know forty nine or fifty nine ninety nine. So I'll use the nine on the was price, and I'll use the ninety seven on the now price. And I found that that combination actually works really well. Um, but but I would challenge you to try and think a little bigger, right? And try and put your prices up. Um, because to be honest, one of the quickest ways to increase profitability of your store, like if your store is struggling right now and you are asking me to review it, like I said, all other things being equal, one of the things I would look at immediately would be your pricing. And chances are, in many, many cases, the advice would be you need to put your prices up. Now, for what it's worth, ladies and gentlemen, I do not take that lightly, right? I understand your hesitancy to do that because... I was hesitant myself, right? I uh, I absolutely did not want to do that. Um, I had a, I remember I, I had a coach reviewing some of my initial products, and one of the pieces of feedback was, um, "Your price is too low. You need to put it up." And at the time, I was trying to sell a. Um, uh, so at the time, I wasn't using my rule of sevens. I was trying to sell a uh, a 1999 product. Um, so it felt like, you know, a lot of people tell you, you know, drop shipping around that $19.99 is the perfect amount, right? Um, and I was trying to sell it for $19.99 and it was selling. It, I mean, it was, right? So, you know, I was having some success, but I, I just, I couldn't see any profit. You know, I'm like looking at this thing just thinking, how am I doing all these sales? And I've got all this work to do and I'm really taking nothing out of this, you know, I mean, uh, sometimes I, I'm, I'm lucky to break even, you know, all said and done, so, um, so the coach at the time was like, you need to put your price up, and I'm like, no, you don't understand, like, this isn't a high value item, like, I don't think people are going to perceive it to be, I mean, uh, you know, in this case, I was selling a product, um, it gets better, right, I was selling a product that was really linked to weight loss, and I'll be honest, my, my marketing was off, right? I was, I had a mixed messages. I'm tar- sort of targeting people that are interested in, you know, gyms and things. And I'm trying to sort of almost do exercise, but really it's weight loss. And, you know, and then I'm realizing from the data that people buying, are, you know, women over 50, you know. And, and so 
it was one of those things that I think I was making my own mistakes, but it just goes to show that even with that, the the product itself was selling, right? So um, one of those things I, I like to remind people, you, you don't have to be a genius in this, right? You don't have to have everything perfect to still see some progress, right? But, um, but that said, I found myself in a situation where I was very hesitant to put the price up because it just felt as though no one would pay that. And I think, I think I'm willing to bet that a lot of you listening to this right now are like, yeah, they're not going to pay more than, than this. Like, I, I'm not comfortable putting the price up, right? Um, here's the thing. Sometimes you have to take a little leap of faith. And you also need to be able to take a step back and look at things objectively. And objectively, if you think about it, I go back to the fundamentals here of dropshipping on Facebook, right? Um, you are already operating in a business model where you're advertising on platforms where the primary purpose of why someone is using that platform is not to shop. You get what I'm saying? Like, people are going on to Facebook for distraction. And by the way, this doesn't just apply to Facebook. I don't care if it's Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, None of those platforms are e-commerce platforms, okay? So no one wakes up in the morning and says, hey, I want to go onto one of these platforms and buy something. No, they are going on to distract themselves. They are going on in search of some sort of, you know, dopamine hit. They're going on for no real reason because they want to be distracted, right? And you have to get that through your head, right? You have to understand that because so many marketers just go on and just scream like sell 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 and then they wonder why they're not getting any sales they're just not being congruent with the the platform that they're using just because you have the opportunity to advertise that way doesn't mean it's a good way to advertise right so you know with that said when you're doing this and you've already gone through the motions okay objectively when you look at this you've already pattern interrupted someone Right? You've got them to stop scrolling and look at your ad. You've already convinced them to go and uh, click through to your product page. And then on top of that, you've had to then convince them that this product's right for them, that the price is good, that the, the, you know, the quality of what they're receiving is going to be good, that the experience that they're going to have is going to be good. So you shouldn't underestimate how many kind of hurdles you've already cleared psychologically, right? So my point is this, you've already done a lot of selling by that point. You've already convinced them of a number of things just to get them to take that action so far. Why is it that you think a couple of extra dollars is now going to kill the whole deal, right? It doesn't necessarily have to. I'm not saying you don't have to be competitive, you know, and I think the best products are the ones that you can find on, um, you know, Amazon or something, and you can compete with them on price, right? Because you can find a supplier that's, you know, are going to allow you to achieve a similar result. That's great. But that also doesn't happen a lot of the time, right? And I can tell you my winning product, that was not the case. If anything, everything was stacked against me. I was in a situation where my product was was readily available, which I don't suggest, and was not that new or unique, which I don't suggest. And I was trying to sell it for double the price that you could get it in other places, which I don't suggest. And it still worked. It still led to a six-figure business, guys, right? So you've got to get out of your own head, you know, to quote um, 
Steve Larson here, you, you have got to stop trying to fill your own wallet, right? Because you are not your customer. And I think you've also got to give yourself credit for the marketing that you've done just to get someone to a product page, right? So, um, so I'm, I don't want to ramble here, so I'm just going to tell you this. When I changed the price from $19.99 to just $24.95 or something like that, right? I basically added five bucks on the product instantly became profitable. And by the way, I'm not talking about my main winning product. This was a prior product. But that product instantly became profitable. And guess what? Sales didn't fall off of a cliff. If anything, the sales just kept coming in at pretty much the exact same pace that they were before. I just had an extra $5 in my pocket. Now, how many of you can look at products that you have that are selling today and say, if I made an extra $5 clear on every one of those product sales, it would have a massive impact to my business. I'm sure there's many of you going, huh, and that would make a difference. If I made an extra five bucks on every order per unit, yeah, that would make a difference. What if people bought two or three? Same ad cost, same cost to acquire the customer, but now I'm making a lot more money, my margins look a lot more better, you know, I mean, like, just generally, my dropshipping store looks like it could actually make money now. So, as I said, this this episode really, I'm trying to dive into to pricing strategy, but I'm also trying to make you understand that being so low priced actually doesn't really serve you. Um, and it takes experience to know that, right? So I, I, I hope that by saying this, I'm giving value to you today, that you understand that it doesn't have to be that way. And actually, chances are, you have a bigger hang-up about the product price because of what your perceived value of your product is rather than your customer. And you are not your customer. If you can honestly say to yourself, I'm not my, my target customer, you know, I'm just testing a product, then it doesn't matter what your opinion is. Your opinion is irrelevant. You would never be buying the product. And it's up to you, I think, to test, right? I mean, if you were to... Just as an aside here, right? Let's say you were going to put the product up $10. Um, and I'll get to this in a second. But let's say you were to put up $10, not even 5 but 10 If you started to see sales dropping off, right? Because all the other things are equal, right? Your ad is still the same, everything else. If you start to see sales are, are, are tapering off, you can just bring the price down in increments, right? You can bring it down from, you know, whatever plus $10 to plus nine to plus eight and see at what point your your sales level out again. You know, that's a whole big part of this. It's just trial and error, okay? And some of you may be thinking, oh, but what if I do that and someone who just bought sees that the price changed? Yeah, look, they might, but I got to tell you, they also might not, right? How many people click the Facebook ad, go through, make the purchase, and then they can't even remember the freaking store that they bought from? Any one of you that's been dropshipping any amount of time has probably been getting... Uh, messages. You get Facebook messages when you're running active ads, right? You get messages from people saying, oh, I bought from your store and I still haven't received my product and here's my order number. And you know instantly, you look at the order number like, well, that's not my order number. Like, that ain't me. They don't even remember who they bought from. They don't bother to go. I mean, there are literally been times that people will screenshot an email confirmation and send it to me and be like, I haven't received my order. And I'm like, well, if you look at the email, that ain't my store. Like, that's somebody else. It doesn't even say the name of my store on it. And if you look at who you're messaging, you can clearly see we're not the same. You know, so 
I would just say to you, and, and I and I say this with full support of the fact that I know I, I had these same hang-ups, but don't overthink this, guys. You know, girls, do not overthink this. Just go and try it. What's the worst that can happen? Your sales start dipping, you adjust the price back, boom, you know? But, but make no mistake, come in too low, you will struggle in this business to make money. What you will quickly realize is it is exactly the same level of effort to sell a higher ticket item than it is to sell a lower ticket item because it's the same process, you know? Yes, there's bigger psychological commitments on the buyer side. Yes, there are other arguments that come into play, but no, it, you know, if you're sitting in that range of kind of 20 to $50, maybe even up to $100, but let's just for an argument say 20 to 50, you're still in the sweet spot of someone making a spontaneous purchase and not needing a lot of kind of supporting documentation. Like if they like the idea and if your marketing's good or if you have a really great video explaining it or whatever, they're still gonna buy. So today's lesson, do not put yourself too cheap. Do test your prices. Do look to up prices on your products today and see that immediate profit bump and revenue bump. Thank me later. And do play around with psychological pricing using nines and sevens. Like I said, I like to use sevens on the now price and I like to use nines on the was price. And I think you'll find that, you know, a couple of tweaks like this can have a massive impact on your store. So that's that's my my message and gift to you today. Um, Thanks for uh, tuning in to the episodes. Um, As ever, guys, I love getting your emails. I love your questions. Um, Send them to funnelmyfreedom at gmail.com. Still haven't got around to doing my website. I will. Uh, but in the meantime, would love to hear from you. Any feedback, any questions, let me know. Other than that, go crush it, guys, and I'll see you on the next episode.